0: We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Let me say it again. The 2020 election was the most secure election in American history. Let me begin by asking a very simple question. Do we know the truth about what really happened in the 2020 election? I think millions of Americans know something went wrong, and they have little pieces, and no one's really put it together. I'm agnostic on this question, and I I am awaiting more information. If I believed the president were a Nazi, I might steal an election. Bold accusations require bold evidence, and they haven't seen it.
1: We have been working on something big.
2: Show me the
0: money.
1: Can we meet? I've been working with Greg
2: Phillips. He has a deep background in election intelligence.
0: True The Vote has the largest store of election intelligence for the 2020 elections in the world. No one has more data than we do. We identified in Atlanta 242 mules that went to an average of 24 drop boxes. But Philadelphia alone, we've identified more than 1,100 mules what is a mule?
2: Person picking up ballots and running them to the drop boxes.
0: This is not grandma or walking her dog. Bad backgrounds, bad reputations. They are interested in one thing, that's money.
2: And in no shape, in no way, in no time is that legal.
0: This is organized crime. Do you have video evidence? Four million minutes of surveillance video around the country. What you're about to see is disturbing.
2: So this is uh, one o'clock in the morning.
0: Don't we all vote at one o'clock in the morning?
2: (laughs) On one night, this person, this mule, went across six counties to 27 different drop boxes. I
0: call it the Mexican Mafia, seriously, Uh, because they they work like that. This is jaw-dropping. What you showed is frightening. It's just sickening to me. Now we come to the most important question of all, was the magnitude of vote trafficking enough to tip the balance in the 2020 presidential election? It's not a leap to say this would have made a difference. They have ruined election day in the United States of America. That's provable, and that's enough for me to fight the left with every fiber in my body. Without free and fair elections, we are not a democracy. We are a criminal cartel masquerading as a democracy.
2: 2,000 Mules. Join us on May 16th at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill at 6 p.m. to premiere 2,000 Mules. For tickets, contact me at jm at noncompliantamerica.com. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10 it's your host joshua michael thank you for joining me today is may 6 2022 i'm your host joshua michael here on Mono 4.3, 1220 am and we have a lot and lot of news going on as you know The uh, elections have started for the primaries locally here. So if you have not got your ballot yet, uh, expect to see that or go check your mailbox because you probably don't check your mailbox like I do. It's really boring. Um, Usually there's not anything in there but bills. So I know a lot of you are probably avoiding those right now, but right now is the time uh, to do that and be able to vote on the primaries. Now, a couple things. Some of you did not register and you're still registered as a non-affiliated. And you're not able to vote in the primary. It's not the open election right now. So you cannot vote for governor who you want to be in front of the governor right now. So if you miss that vote, I'm sorry, but you can't, you're not going to be able to vote. You're only going to be able to vote in the general election. So it's just kind of a nomenclature. I don't know why some people are getting pushed out from being Republicans. That's kind of a conspiracy all in itself. I have not uh, explored that or anything else. I don't have any evidence backing that, but just an, a mysterious amount of number of people that I know have probably been Republicans their entire life suddenly are now non-affiliated and not able to vote in the primaries. It's behind us now. We can't really focus on that. So welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, we have a jam-packed show here today. I have a special guest that I'd like to introduce. Her name is Kristen, a.k.a. soak She's a local law enforcement. Wife officers (laughs) (laughs) why sorry. Yes. Yeah, she's a local freedom fighter and a social media influencer. What is a social media influencer, please? Well, you
1: know, it does sound kind of I don't know, ridiculous. But basically on social media I'm spreading the truth as much as possible in between shadow bands. And um, just, just getting the truth out there on social media. So, yeah. so how
2: long have you been doing that? Oh,
1: gosh. Two years now. Two years. Yeah. You're, so you're,
2: you're battle-hardened being there oh
1: my gosh. online
2: fighting the trolls. Oh, my
1: gosh. I started on TikTok um, when my husband was, he's Portland police, and... And um, he was fighting Antifa downtown for, you know, over a month. (laughs) And and I just thought I was going to, I felt like I was going to combust. And so I uh, recorded a kind of a rage, a little rage video. And uh, here I am watching all my family and friends on on my uh, personal social media, which is all I had at the time. And I hear them, you know, I'm seeing them uh, BLM and, you know, just really negative Uh, statements towards law enforcement, and these are people that I've been friends with for decades and um, family members, and I just felt really isolated and alone. And so this video that I, that rant that I put on TikTok, it went viral, and I immediately had this sense of community and um, and it became really addicting to not only get the word out there, the truth on what was happening, but also connect with so many like-minded people across the nation and international as well. So, so the trolls,
2: the trolls did not get to you. They didn't. Uh, they, they didn't tried. overrun your life and and uh, dox you and and do all these terrible, horrific stories that everybody talks about. So, just prime example with you, it's amazing because you've proven that. You can get through that, and you know what—you're still here. You're still breathing, right. and that is the type of leadership. That's the type of freedom fighting that we all need to do and all need to contribute to. Um, and that's what we're fighting against. So we admire you for Thank you. you know coming to the board and 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 being part of the resistance movement because we are the true resistance movement fighting against this tyrannical government. Um, right. that is overreaching. It's actually beyond the government, but just the corporate overreach of them literally trying to destroy our lives and our kids' futures.
1: Absolutely. So
2: thank you very much oh, for that. Oh,
1: absolutely. And it can be scary for some. And I think that, you know, in the beginning, I would just cringe when I would read the comments and, <laughs> and messages people would send me. And then it just became um, like a badge of honor, actually, it as is. it went on.
2: Yeah, when I get demonized by Antifa and they put me on their hit list and stuff, I, uh, I think it's great. I love it. Right? Uh, people are like, "Are you scared?" No, please come to my house. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's great. We're really glad to have you. Um, Happy to and, be here. You know, kind of uh, get a taste, folks. So, if you guys are listening, we are looking for an additional co host, and Kristen is here, um, hopefully applying for the job. So, any uh, <laughs> feedback on how the show goes, uh, definitely write me and give me all the dirty, dark secrets that you can think of. Oh, wow. Totally just kidding. <laughs> Okay, uh-huh. um, so in other news, um, I just there's a couple things I want to talk to you about. I know we've kind of uh, gone through a whole whirl- whirlwind of things that I wanted to talk to you about um, this show and, uh, and and I really kind of the whole premise of this show is to really reiterate with people uh, you know, that we can do something there is, Efforts that we can all do as individuals uh, within this community, locally, getting involved. You know, I know everybody says get up involved, stand up, fight, raise your fist, you know, do this, do that. Going to rallies is great, um, but I'm more about actual solutions and actual uh, ways to combat against things that are going on and also try to tell people what's coming, right? So we've been talking a lot about. Um, the potential oncoming recession, and how they're going to use that to control people to try to get everybody to lock everything down. They're talking about bringing COVID back. I know a lot of you guys are taking off your masks. you're planning all these vacations, you know, you're planning cruise trips now, which if you plan it in Florida, I could see why, because Mm -hmm. I know Florida is not going to go along with this. But we're in the formal state of Oregon, known as FEMA region 10. We're no longer in Oregon. And so now it's our job to fight and get people back on board to being involved again to participate in this republic to where we're all participants we're all going to community meetings we're reaching out we're investigating we're trying to find out who the best representation is for us and everything else so christian what's on your uh, what's on your radar right now
1: oh gosh well i've been really interested in what what i saw fauci uh, go through last week and that's where we see him on the 24th talking to pbs and saying um I will quote him, we are certainly right now in this country out of the pandemic phase. So that's the 24th, the very next day. Clearly, he got a spanking from the White House and he walked back the comment and then emphasized that the country is still in the midst of a pandemic and the emergency measures are still needed. Sure. And then right after that, and mind you, this is a four-time vaxxed Fauci. He backs out of attending the White House correspondence Dinner, stating he was not comfortable attending. So if that's not optics, I don't know what is.
2: Well, it is optics. And I like to unpack that because it kind of demonstrates of what happened back in 2020 when Fauci was doing the same thing, saying masks don't work, they don't matter, but everybody needs to wear a mask, and then doubling down and going to double masks, right? And what I think that is happening and why he does that is because he fulfills a void in all aspects of the great divide that's happening. Uh, I don't even want to say Democrats and Republicans. Really, Mm -hmm. it's like humans versus Uh, anti-humans because that's really what it is. If you're on board with what the Democratic agenda is Mm -hmm. at this point, they're anti-climate, which basically we all need air to breathe um their 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 infrastructure that they're doing is literally trying to exterminate us as people. So, if you're on board with the Democrats at this point, you're basically anti-human. I don't even want to call you a democrat anymore. But what I think that Fauci does and it's very sophisticated, it's kind of a form of warfare to create the great divide between people is you get him putting out talking points saying, "Hey, the pandemic's over." So what happens? People like me and you, they grab that point and they run with it. Then they go to their little dinner circles and dinner tables and they sit down and they talk to people and say, hey, the the pandemic's over. Fauci said so. Then you have on the other side of the spectrum where the fear's happening of the same people having the same argument, throwing in all their additional talking points. Now what happens? You have an argument at the dinner table.
1: Right. Right?
2: Absolutely. It's crazy, um, but we're still following it. First of all, why isn't Fauci in prison right now? He should be. That dude is a criminal upon criminals upon criminals. He sure is. He's been behind the AIDS epidemic. He's been behind the Ebola epidemic, the uh, bird flu, now the SARS, COVID stuff. The guy has his fingerprints on everything, you know? And so the fact that, it one, why anybody's even listening to him? is beyond me because the dudes, I mean, clearly he has an ulterior motive. Clearly he's trying to, uh, you know, roll out this whole new agenda and everything else. So that's, uh, that's all I have to say. Yeah.
1: He's a bad dude. He is a bad dude for sure. And you know, what's funny is we, you know, we think back to the 2020 elections and where health experts, I say that loosely, claimed that Trump had blood on his hands. Right. Um, and there's new CDC data out that shows that actually there's a 60,000 uh, human 60,000 humans uh, died, 60,000 less, pardon me, died in 2020 than 2021. Um, so it shows here that actually under Biden's leadership, more people died and and they go on to say that um, and this is again the CDC, they highlights they highlight failures of policies promoted by experts both in and out of government and and they also say that, you know policies, um, that were put in place and, and lockdowns and masking and ignoring natural immunity um, that really that those were baseless and and prolonged for political reasons, which so the, we so all knew.
2: So the CDC is openly admitting that none of those things actually worked.
1: They are alluding to that. Yes, they really are. It goes into there's a full report talking about how lockdowns failed and that only 0.2 percent reduction. um and then that was reinforced by Johns Hopkins. Yeah.
2: So remember that, guys, when um, when they go to try to lock us down again, because we already know it's happening. Bill Gates just announced that it's going to happen again. Uh, Fauci, obviously, with these talking points are trying to announce that it's happening again. Keep in mind, back in April 13th of this year, the U.S. renewed the COVID-19 public health emergency they renewed it. So that gives them the oversight power that gives them the ability to tap into their piggy banks Mm -hmm. and do all those extra things um, that allow for them to act outside of law. As long as it's the emergency power is in order, they're able to act outside of law. That's what that's for. But coming up here on the next break, we're going to talk more about the stock market things that are coming, uh, what's on Kristen's mind, what she's up to these days, uh, what she sees to happen with the, uh, the new governor's race that's going on, and kind of things that are going on with that. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Joshua Michael, and we will talk to you in a second. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host Joshua Michael. Welcome back. I, I am your host feel feel Joshua Michael here at Noncompliant and right. America, and uh, we have a lot and of I'm news try. going on. I have a special guest here today, Kristen. Hello. Um, she is an online influencer. Tears are- And we wanted to get in and kind of talk about the economy economy with what things are going on, Um, the food production plants that are getting blown up um, everywhere. And I say blown up, whether they're getting lit on fire or not, there's clearly an agenda going on um, where, you know, Antifa is no longer on the streets now. Now they're trying to get embedded into these different uh, organizations and conducting uh, silent warfare and different types of warfare because it is siege when you block transportation, when you uh, don't allow your uh, economy to have goods and services and you're destroying the food supplies. That's clearly what's happening. Um, and uh, I, I kind of want to get into that a little bit, but it just goes in tandem with, you know, stocks plunging in certain di- directions. There's all these weird anomalies going on that are no longer a coincidence. I feel like it's a very organized collapse. And what's the collapse? It's for the midterm variant. The midterm variant is going to be a very, very crazy. We thought 2020 was crazy. We thought the January 6th thing that was crazy. Uh, We thought all this stuff that happened by them stealing the election and doing all this was crazy. That is nothing for what they're going to do. They're going to attempt to do, and we are here trying to expose it. So one of the interesting articles that I saw, uh, Kristen, was on uh, the, the April jobs numbers. I think it was something like 428,000. That's 428,000. <laughs> That's a half a million jobs were created in April. Now, what kind of jobs are those? Are those the new social worker jobs for the contact tracers that they're hiring and all the different county Must agencies? Be. What is it? Because listen, I'm not getting phone calls returned anytime I want customer service or talk to somebody. I mean, I went into a restaurant the other day, a drive-through restaurant, I think it was Panera or something, my kids like the mac and cheese. But (laughs) we went in there, the first thing they tell me, keep in mind, there's one car in front of me, one. There's one car. They tell me at the thing, hey, if, if you want food, it's gonna be 25 minutes.
1: Wow. And
2: I'm like, 25 minutes, how? What's going on? They're like, "Oh, we're understaffed." So, I'm seeing understaffed everywhere. Right? It is just uh, it's it's crazy how many people are not working. I'm wondering where everybody's at for one. Where are they hiding? Are they under a rock somewhere? Where where, where are you hiding all these people, Kristen?
1: I think <laughs> the jobs report is actually including unemployment. <laughs> that's,
2: yeah, that's considered the, making the money, right?
1: The only thing that, that makes any probable sense. I mean, oh, my goodness. 428,000.
2: <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, oh, yeah. All I see is a decline. People, businesses are closing. I mean, people aren't hiring anybody or nobody wants to work.
1: I oh mean, my gosh. Oh, you know, okay, Jimmy Jones, Freaky Fast or whatever yeah, their, yeah, yeah, their yeah, slogan yeah, yeah. is went there the other day, it was the same situation. They said it was going to be like 25 minutes. I'm like, what? I'm used to like a one minute turnaround, right? right? So same deal. Slow, or you know, they didn't have enough staff and they had a party thing they had to fill. They were down four people. I mean, they give you the whole shebang, but
2: Sure, it sounds good. But the reality is they probably just didn't hire enough people.
1: Right. Because
2: there's companies taking advantage of this and using that as, as an excuse. Just like people used to use it as an excuse why they didn't want to go to a party or why they couldn't do this or whatever. Oh, it's COVID or, mm-hmm. oh, you know, my, my kid has COVID so I can't come or we can't do this or we can't do that. Or we can't take on anymore. Cause one of us has COVID. It's the same type of thing. Now I think people are using that as an excuse, especially employers. They're like, well, we are understaffed. Nobody wants to work for whatever reason, whatever reason, poor us. So now we're going to give you crappy service and, oh, yeah. and you're just going to have to like it. And what does Klaus Schwab say? You know, you will live in a darker, meaner world and you will Mm -hmm. like it. You were going to eat bugs, you know. Pretty sick. So we're starting to see that and we're starting to see things kind of pan out. So understand what's happening right now is a plan. Mm -hmm. This stuff just doesn't happen organically. We have uh, consolidated so much wealth to this small group of people, they're now orchestrating the collapse, which was already going to happen, but now they're fabricating it to collapse early so they can control it and be on top of it. So that's kind of what's happening. So when you see these jobs reports, it's the same thing like seeing the COVID numbers. 428,000 jobs, 428,000 mm-hmm. COVID cases. And what are COVID cases? Somebody that comes back with a faulty PCR test, you know, BS, It it's... It's all a scam. If you're still watching, now this is on CNBC, if you're still looking at these guys, you gotta understand they have a vested interest to make you depressed, to lie to you, to disrupt your life and get you to change and alter your path. Whether you're on a good investment path or whatever you were doing in your life, their goal is not to inform. They're gonna gaslight and lie to you. All the major networks have been overtaken, even locally, Statesman Journal, pathetic. We call it the Statesman Urinal. Those guys are so (laughs) pathetic on how they report. They used to show up to our rallies and how they would report was pathetic. Mm. They wouldn't even grasp, we would be an open Oregon, take off your mask event. They would report white supremacist punches black guy on the stairs. Wow. And that was the whole premise of the, the article. And it was like, well, wait a minute. One, completely out of context, that guy wasn't affiliated with what we were talking about, and and it had nothing to do with our messaging at all. They didn't even quote anything or anybody, just pathetic. You guys are pathetic, but we all know you're owned by USA Today anyway, and so you're irrelevant, nobody watches you which is why you have to pay to go to their website because nobody wants to read your crappy article so that's my rant
1: <laughs> I love it well you're spot on because I'm I'm starting to see uh, people more more and more people wearing masks at the grocery stores and out and about and this has been a change really in the last week and a half two weeks. And so clearly those, those same folks who have been trusting this fake news, um, they're trusting it once again, and they're starting to mask up. And I think, you know, really for, for everyone else, um, it's, it's time to stop self-censoring. That's something I'm really big with, is stop self-censoring, um, and that is holding back your thoughts and opinions on important topics.
2: Well said, well said. We have Kristen here, our special guest here on Noncompliant America. Thanks for listening, and we will see you on the other side.
0: It's time to unmask the truth and expose the lies. The occupied forces do not want you to hear this broadcast. Breaking through the censorship and delivering raw unedited content. It's Joshua Michael
2: with Noncompliant America. Welcome back folks. Joshua Michael here J or excuse me, Noncompliant America. <laughs> I am in such a it has been crazy. Uh, with work and everything else. Okay. We are nowhere near the bottom. The top economists say, as the global global markets crater, fear, 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 fear. Hide in your home. Hide in your home. Pull out your investments. The same thing happened. They over leveraged the economy. Remember when Trump got into office? I'm here with Kristen here. Um, Hello. When Trump got into office, everybody was like, oh my gosh, the stock market just went. Right. And it was twenty two thousand was the Dow. Right? Now it's like thirty two thousand. Yeah. Everybody's freaking out when oh it drops my gosh. out. Right. You know, and it, it was hitting all time high. All time high. Record, 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 record. So keep in mind we still have a good economy where there's some good aspects of the economy. Right? But everybody's pulling back right now. And uh and it's just a it's just a wild time. A wild time. I think you know i don't know i just feel like next year with all the food shortages right now i think next year is going to be really telling for who what people are made of because you're no longer going to be worried about you know and this is what i think that they want they want chaos they they don't want people to worry about what's going on in the world they want people to be so stuck in a survival state you know, um, that they're only going to be worried about where they're going to eat and what they're going to eat next. And I know that sounds really scary and terrifying. It'll never happen just like COVID will never happen. Your kids will never get ripped out of school or they'll never have to be put on a mask or, you know, the world health organization isn't going to completely subvert all your government rights and your rights here as an American, they start dictating your life. So there's a lot of never could have happened scenarios that have happened. And that we're going to spiral into that. So it's not far-fetched. They've already broken the chain. They've broken the pact that we have as citizens, as American citizens, to where now they're going to go for broke. They're going to try anything and everything that they can to get away with it because they feel like they, they have us where they want us. And they were able to get away with the mask and the vaccine mandate and just the fear aspect of that. That was a beta test for what's to come. What do you think?
1: Oh, yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, you just had me thinking about um, when our power went out not too long ago, because I've always been, uh, I mean, I'm a novice, but I like to be emergency prepped, right? So um, when our power went out for four days, I was able to see how many uh, loopholes I had and how many... um, areas I had that I just wasn't prepared with like what I thought I had as a backup generator didn't work (laughs) and I really got sick of canned food cold canned food and and so it's just it's just certain things that um, it's absolutely that is in our future we have to really take it seriously and plan for what's to come. And I completely agree. This is just the beginning. Um, they, they were dipping their toe in and now it's really, it's going to go uh, yeah. full force.
2: Well, and they're openly admitting it. Um, that's the thing is they're admitting to us that we're going to live in a darker, meaner world, mm-hmm. Klaus Schwab talks about. Um, and who is Klaus Schwab? He's the head of the Davos group, which is tied in with the Bilderberg group. They're some of the most global elite people. And they've had a plan um, and they are pushing that plan. They've wrote the COVID-19 Great Reset, you know, and they're talking about the Great Reset. So here's, the, here's, here's where I think is, it, this is this is a really interesting point. And so all the infrastructure they're putting in on how they're going to censor us, how they're going to monitor us, how they're going to do all of these things, where that's going to transition to. So I think they're going to go from a virus to CO2. I think they're going to transition from viral infections, COVID-19, fear, 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 to climate change. Hmm. And they're already talking about it. If you watch what the uh, gl- uh, young or global world leaders, or what what's that group called? Uh, the
1: young global leaders. The
2: young global leaders. If you look at what they're talking about and where they're going with this, they're transitioning. So you remember how we were in Afghanistan Looking for Osama bin Laden, right? And then all of a sudden, we transitioned from that. We went. Now we're in Iraq, and now Saddam Hussein is evil,
1: right, right, right.
2: And there, there was, there was just like this blanket transition of the, all this momentum that we had, and that patriotism, and everything that came from the 9/11 is the inside mm-hmm. job uh, stuff. That momentum was taken, and they moved that momen- momentum onto Iraq, which they've been trying to conquer for a long time. Um, Now, keep in mind, the CIA installed Saddam Hussein back in the 60s, and he's kind of been a dictator for them uh, and collaborating with them. That's a whole nother aspect. But what I want to get at is the momentum that's been used for the infrastructure development of the COVID-19 captured system, the vaccine passports, the mask nonsense, the ability for them to go on TV and literally tell a flat out science health proven lie, such as the masks work, COVID-19 is safe, these types of things, these blanket lies, and they're able to control that lie within the infrastructure and get people and other doctors, people with white coats to not question that out of social fears and the social construct of how they're organized. They've been able to successfully, I don't want to say successfully because they've really woken a lot of people up. But in the overall scheme of things, they've been successfully been able to push that lie and censor or deplatform anybody that questions it or challenges it.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, for me personally, I've had, I was just reading about how YouTube... Um, you know, until just recently, it's just been individuals, humans actually going in and, and flagging your stuff, either misinformation or hate speech. And I've had that happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they've said, I, I, I briefly mentioned the, um, you know, an alternative to, you know, your regular allopathic medicine, and, and that was misinformation. And so my entire YouTube channel has been shadow banned for the past year and a half. So, um, so I've, I've personally fell, fallen victim to that on many platforms. But, um, you know, the other thing is, just to go back to that young global leaders, if anyone's ever gone and looked at their website, it I was listening to the little videos and where they're talking about what they do. It felt cult-like.
2: They're very cult It
1: was really creepy. And, and their platform is today's pressing problems present an opportunity to build a better future across sectors right. and boundaries, which to me is like uh, a borderless world yep. is really the objective.
2: And that's what they want. That's why they want to merge uh, Canada America and Mexico, merge all of them together into one, um, why they're basically having an open border and allowing for the open border. So it just, it's, it's the, it's the flex of power that these people are doing to subvert or over, overstep beyond our governments, or compromise our governments so much, like people like Joe Biden, and, you know, the people Hillary Clinton and uh, Nancy Pelosi and Diane Feinstein. She had a, a a Chinese driver that was on the Chinese payroll for like thirty years or twenty something years. I saw that Feinstein was. So do you know? Not think that 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 was a handler from the Chinese government. Absolutely, exactly it was. What I it mean, was. it's just an example of how crippled our system has become. And, and, and how devastating it is mentally for most people because it overwhelms most people. They don't want to get involved or they think in their mind, oh, there's nothing I can do, right? There's nothing I can do. Don't worry about it or, you know, it just is what it is and, and that's politics. People lie. Politicians lie, right? Politicians are evil. Why would I ever want to do that to a really dark space? But the powerful thing that's happening and I think the, the thing that they did not expect with COVID is to wake everybody up and get everybody active such as yourself Right. And to get off your chair and actually start engaging with this thing called life and to actively engage at a local level to where we're engaging and trying to do anything and everything that we can to better it because we see how fragile it is and we see how quickly things can shift and how much we trust into the wrong people and what happens. Now, they're going to do everything that they can to get us to go back to sleep, hence why they're taking the masks off. They're going to maintain control, and they're going to try to maintain control of what's happening and what I think is a foregone conclusion for us to reinsert our liberties and reinsert our uh, freedoms back into this world. It's really up to us, folks. We're not going to have anybody to help us. When the lights go out, the internet shuts off, and the cell phones shut off, there will be nobody around you to help you but yourself.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it really just goes back to the saying stand for something or fall for anything. That's right. We're at that point where. You know, we don't have that ability to just go back to sleep and and put ourselves in a position like like we did when we were slapped across the face in 2020. And um and I'm one of those people that I I woke up and um you know I started I would say I started really waking up in like 2015 16 and then but then you know things felt good under Trump. You felt like all right, like we we're on top of the world, like I were feeling good. We're winning. 401ks look good. But then, but then things really went downhill and went downhill fast and um, we just, we, we cannot afford to not be eyes wide open and have a plan in place.
2: Sure. So in that, what kind of things would you suggest or recommend for people um, in regards to what they can do? Maybe they're on the fence. Maybe they're like where you were two years ago and they want to get involved in everything else. What would you, what would your advice be for them?
1: Really? Well, my transition definitely started like it started at home. I realized I, we had one uh, firearm in the household. So I know you're talking about more outside the home, but I do think first off, like think about, are you armed? Do you have ammunition? Do you have enough weapons? I mean, this sounds, this sounds cray cray, but I have two kids and I, we now, I made sure we had enough Uh, Firearms to where every single one of us uh, could have, you know, the ability to protect ourselves. Come the time, and more um, importantly,
2: wouldn't you say, learning how to use those firearms? Yes. Practice training. Yes. Um, Some people, you know, they freeze when that happens. It's true. It's so true. That's almost equally as important. Understanding your weapons, understanding your tools and your elements. More importantly, knowing what's around you. And what capabilities that you have, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Well, thanks, Kristen, very much. Uh, we have one more segment coming up.
1: It's better to die on your feet
0: than live on your knees. We can't continue to be silent. Your voice will set us free. Broadcasting live. It's Joshua a Michael. is
2: blank, but the gears are turning Wow. Okay, we are back here. Uh, Joshua, non, Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America, 104.3, 1220 AM. One thing is, uh, if you do want to check out our podcast, we are streaming every week. We're at least doing one show. I'm going to be start doing a lot more interviews, noncompliantamerica.com. It's very simple. I don't even have to explain what non-compliant America means. (laughs) It means we are peacefully protesting against this regime that is attempting to take over. I want to rally people up. I want to inspire people. I want to give them some pointers, some tips, some things that they can do to combat against that. One of the main and easiest things to do is open your mind and realize that even to this day, a lot of things and a lot of people are lying to you. The media organizations are very sophisticated. They are lying to you. They're they're not going to tell you the truth. If there is a pandemic that breaks out, who knows if it's real or not? Because the last one we know had empty hospitals in it, but they were saying that the the hospitals were full and everything was through the roof.
1: They were doing TikTok videos.
2: They were doing TikTok d- videos, <laughs> dancing, making a bunch of money off yep. all the people that they're pumping with here. Right. Right. So... You got to understand we're in a very critical moment. And and the best thing that I can tell you to do is you don't have to believe me. You don't have to believe Christian. You don't have to believe anybody, what anybody says. You need to look within your heart. And I think that praying to God and getting that discernment of being able to distinguish what's real and what's not, that's what's going to lead you on the right path of where you need to go. And I think that's the fundamental thing to this because Things are getting so chaotic and sophisticated that we need that grounding. And so now if you haven't been religious before, if you haven't, you know, gone that road and you've been, you know, skeptical of this or that, if you want that type of guidance and direction, you have to turn to God. And I think that's the most fundamental thing that I can tell you.
1: Oh, I completely agree. And, you know... and again, this is, I've been really calm throughout this pandemic, right? And this is coming from somebody who, you know, I really grew up, um, you know, thinking I always, I was always nervous about getting some some uh, disease or some illness or what, hypochondria. I mean, I definitely had anxiety and hypochondria from a young age. Yeah. And it's really interesting. My family members, I'm talking like aunts, my mom, like they're all like, you are doing Really, you've been doing amazing through all of this. and and I really think one, it's it's because I'm awake, and I know that what they've been uh, spoon feeding us is b s. But the other thing is is i I pray for direction a lot. Yep. and um, and that's why I do have a sense of peace and a sense of calm. and um and that's why, you know, you get up every day and how easy would it be to not have to really dive into what's going on, um, you know, but you have to these days. We have to equip ourselves with information mm-hmm. and and be action oriented. So, um, yeah, I completely agree with you.
2: Yeah, you don't have to know all the right answers. You don't have mm-hmm. to be witty with comebacks to these vultures and these trolls that are trying to uh, incite some type of reaction from you. You don't even have to respond. You don't have to engage with them. All you need to do is talk and know within yourself who you are, and then start putting some of your beliefs and your actions of whatever you, uh, can confirm forward and taking a step and getting engaged. That does mean you will have some friction. You will have some friction because these people and these demon, demonic demon rats (laughs) do not they don't want you to be able to breathe they don't want to see your smiling faces they don't want you to be a great parent they don't want you anything because they made decisions in their life and not all of them but they made decisions in their life to grab and consume every piece of everything that they can right to where they it's all me 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 me. all they care about is themselves they're the most self-absorbed people I've ever met, and it's because you're happy or you know, you've know you grown up from a 15-year-old. You're no longer a 15-year-old. You're an adult now, and you're uh, in, engaging with the world, having responsibilities, having humility, having these things. It's a threat to them because they don't understand that because they kill their kids. They abort their babies. They don't care. They still go party every night and they think that the world revolves around them. And what's the point? And the point is, is that they'll never understand what it's like until it happens to them. There's nothing anybody can tell you on what it's like to be an a parent and growing up until you actually do it. You can take all the advice. You can read books. You can do this. Um, but nothing really grasps that. Right?
1: Yeah. Oh, not even close. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so I think there's a natural progression that happens, which they're trying to stiple. They're trying to keep kids from being kids and make them grow up sooner than they should, uh, and sexualize them at five with all the cool school systems and everything else. I mean, it's it's just absolutely disgusting. But these people, you got to understand, you're gonna have haters. You're gonna have people that want to tear you down. They want to emotionally uh, stall you up to where you're not progressing forward. If you, Especially if you're bright, shiny, and happy, you love your life, that's like kryptonite for these people. Oh, it sure is. And they go crazy, you know? And and so they're overreaching, and you can just embrace that as a badge of honor of you're doing the right thing. You should not need acceptance from anybody to walk your path, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I, I think that um, the left is, is really in tune with the fact that people are tribal thinkers mm-hmm. um, and and they really want, and what that really means is, you know, you want to, you're naturally drawn as a human being, typically speaking, to people that are like-minded or, you know, people that you can have a conversation with and you have similar uh, morals and but in backgrounds, et cetera. But what's happened is, is this tribal thinking has been taken to this dangerous level. And that's what we're seeing in schools right now. And we're seeing where kids are doing what their friends are doing just because they want to belong. And that's been the case for decades, but now it's at this new level Yeah, and um, it, it's, it's out of control.
2: So in that, Kristen, mm-hmm. what is front and center on your radar, what's, what's the main thing that you feel, uh, is going on in your world and in the world and, and, and what's front and center for you?
1: Oh gosh. Well, for me, because I do have two school-age children, I'm really focused on, you know, we pulled them out, uh, last year and we've been homeschooling. And, um, and it's not easy. It's been a sacrifice. But right now, it's really focusing on um, really doing as much as we can to protect the kids, but wake them up at the same time. But also, um, you know, it's it's really wild to, we have to be a part of the conversations happening at the school district and understand who makes these decisions. And, um, and really let people know that there, there's people that think, like you yeah and, and they're scared to talk go maybe. Out of your way mm-hmm. to find groups to connect with them and then through numbers, I mean, you can you can achieve so much once you find that there's there's five, there's six of you, and then you can really stand up and make an impact um, in the local schools. Because I truly feel that when education falls, which it has drastically in the United States, but just look at Oregon and Washington. Oregon's 48 out of 50, Washington's 45 out of 50. Um, you know, that's that's one of the steps towards communism is is you know, crashing the education system, dumbing everyone down. And we have to fight that.
2: Yes. And we are fighting that every day that we can. And by you homeschooling your kid, I think, is giving them a good fighting chance. And that's the kind of sacrifices that we need, that we have to realize these people, we cannot comply with them. We cannot comply. When they go to mask your kids again, you just have to take them out. And you just have to figure it out. If your career is on the line or you have something else going on, like it's just time that we do that. And that's the kind of engagement we need to do. That's the kind of leadership that we need here in the future Dang, we are out of time already.
1: Wow, that went fast. That
2: is crazy. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your time, Kristen. It's thank been uh, It's been great getting to know you and talking to you. Where do people find you if they wanted to?
1: Oh, gosh. You can find me pretty much every platform, KSOAK, K-S-O-K, Uncensored.
2: KSOAK Uncensored. You got it. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you.